Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, here for this week's Embedded Executive podcast. This week, my Embedded Executive is Frank Chen, who is the CEO of Exascend. How you doing, Frank? I'm doing good, Rich. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much. Um, so for the audience's sake, you guys do uh, solid state storage. Um, sort of specialized, if the way that I understand it, you don't want to be the bazillion quantity just like everybody else. What you guys do is is a little more special. And I'll let you get into that in, in a minute. But I want to talk about um, at a higher level, some of the advances that are taking place um, in storage technology for the Im embedded and industrial markets. So let's start there. What are some of the latest advances that you're seeing? Um, so Rich, we actually work with quite a few uh, customers across uh, multiple segments in, in industrial storage. For example, you know the, the aero, uh, defense aerospace. Um, we also work with the automotive, uh, the automotive tier ones, and we work with the traditional embedded and industrial, you know, railway transportation sectors. <clears throat> so, what we are observing or seeing is um, a couple of trends in uh, in um, solid state storage. One is the migration from SATA to PCIe. So, as we know that you know for a very long time, SATA has been you know the de facto reliable workhorse for industrial storage. But then, as as new applications are coming online for, you know, requiring even higher performance, higher capacity. So we're seeing, you know, a migration from SATA to PCIe. So for example, you know, on SATA products, normally we see up to four terabytes on, on a single drive. But for PCIe, now we're seeing requirements for eight terabytes or even 16 terabytes next year. So what does the interface have to do with the capacity? I, I get the performance and the bandwidth through the interface, but what's the difference, what interface using in terms of capacity? Well, we're seeing a couple of trends also um, on, on, on the CPU design and, and, and the new button motherboards, you know, so like Intel, they're moving away slowly from SATA to PCIe. So so the, the legacy support for SATA okay. is going away. So, and people always wanted to take advantage of the latest and greatest in technology. Right. Yeah. So there are uh, applications that require much higher um, performance. For example, in the automotive, ATIS, uh, uh, you know, autonomous driving mm -hmm. uh, applications where a lot of sensor data and a lot of camera data are being piped through directly to an SSD, you know, so the, the bandwidth goes much more beyond 500 megabytes a second. So we're seeing customers who are looking for, you know, this year um, in 2022, about 1.6 gigabytes of sustained write into the drive. Wow. Yeah. And then next year we're seeing, you know, between two and two, two to 2.5 gigabytes per second. As, as you know, we're, as the, as we ramp up, um, on autonomous driving, um, you know, more and more data must be gathered, uh, collected on the road. So, you know, and requiring higher definition, more detail. So therefore, you know, even much, you know, much higher bandwidth, much, much higher performance is required to, to um, offload this much data in, into a storage device. Is that fast enough or is there something even beyond PCIe on, on the horizon? So actually on the, so we are also seeing for automotive, um, you know, a lot of the customers are, or a lot of the startups are actually moving away from traditional SATA or PCIe. Actually, they're thinking about using Ethernet storage, so which is kind of interesting because, you know, normally we, we think about Ethernet storage uh, or we think about Ethernet as, you know, a network connection. Right. But now um, there are actually more discussion and more talk about using Ethernet 
based SSD, Ethernet based storage, um, for for that kind of application. For how would that uh, work? Explain that to me. So for for Ethernet based storage, basically, um, we connect an SSD through through the Ethernet port. However, we we actually work with a few of our partners, um, for example, Marvell, um, who are our partners um, on on storage and networking. They actually have um, solutions, ASIC solutions that will allow NVMe protocol to be transported across Ethernet. So, which but isn't that going backwards in terms of bandwidth? Not really, because um, actually the Ethernet ports are pretty high speed. You can actually go to, you know, twenty five G, twenty five gigabits per second on on a twenty five G um you know, Ethernet. So that that's about three gigabytes of sustained read. Hmm. So that's still way way higher than, you know, SATA and right. Interesting. Okay. How yeah, far so away is something like that? Or are you guys already shipping these things? Actually, um, you know, if you guys, um, if you had to have a chance to look at our FMS demo, so we were we were at a Flash Memory Summit. Uh, we actually have a working demo uh, proof of concept running at um, Flash Memory Summit. Okay. But what about real shipping products? So we actually work working with customers on the proof of concept design right now. So you probably should see something in the first half of 2023. Very good, very good. Uh, what sort of capacities would that take us to? So, what's really interesting about uh, Ethernet-based storage, it is it actually um, through Ethernet you can actually build um, a lot of um, what we call the scale scale up uh, um, scale out storage. So that means you, uh, through it, like if you connect Ethernet <coughs> through an Ethernet switch, you can actually you know expand fast storage um, at a very High scale, so you know we right now we're we're providing single Ethernet connection of eight terabytes, but next year we're going to move uh, to sixteen terabytes for for uh, each point uh, each IP address on Ethernet. But you know through a switch you can scale uh, you can scale out to you know thirty two you know you know even higher number of SSDs connected through the Ethernet switch. So that that allows a very very high density and very very high capacity uh, you know solution for for ADS applications. It sounds like you're making like a personal cloud. Is that accurate? Um, well, it's more like a business cloud. Cloud, you know, for for their ADAS. Um, so, well, most most of the time, people think of cloud is somewhere that um, that is it's stationary, right? So where everybody get access to to the data. Right. But but this is actually on the move. So it's because it's it's actually for mobile applications. So this is cloud on the move. Hmm. Very, very interesting. What would be the downside to that? I'm sorry? What would be the downside to that technology? You know, there's, there's always trade-offs involved. Yeah, so um, I think cost is one thing uh, because this is still a new technology. Um, a lot of the, we haven't we haven't reached the scale of economy that, that will allow, you know, a very low cost solution. But for, mm. for, for folks who are really into ADA storage or who really want disaggregated storage, on a move um, um, in, in a vehicle because um, Ethernet is actually um, one of the standard features for cars nowadays. Right? So because a lot of the uh, a lot of the signaling in a car is run off of Ethernet, so that is actually the ideal um, connectivity that most of the auto automotive guys like to use for uh, for communication and ideally for storage as well. And for somebody like Exosend, you don't care what the interface is, right? 
You know, well, we, we like to explore uh, various options and, you know, opportunities with customers. So whether it's SATA, it's PCIe, it's Ethernet, you know, we are, you know, we're all happy to work with customers on, um, to explore, in, you know, new solutions to, um, to existing challenges. Very good. We only have about a minute left. Just real quick, what makes XSN different from, from the other memory guys? Because there are a lot of them out there. Yeah, so um, we, we, we know there's a lot, there are a lot of players in, in, the, in the market. Um, but what we do is we, we take a more consulting approach to our, to our um, customer engagements. So we don't try to sell our customers the most expensive storage, but we try to tailor our storage, tailor our uh, features to, to match with our customers' requirements. For example, the Ethernet-based storage for other for ADSI applications is something that we're working with customers on because we know, we, we understand from you know, talking with them that um, they need an Ethernet-based um, storage on for the ADS applications. And that's how we, then we go ahead and work with Malva and our suppliers and our partners to build a, store, to build a, a differentiated solution or, or a tailor-made solution for that, that will suit their needs. So that's really our um, key differentiation compared to the other industrial players who are more like more uh, about who takes more of a box mover approach to to doing SSDs. But we we take a more boutique uh, boutique and more custom store uh, more custom approach to our, to our product and services. Very good. Well, thank you very much, Frank, for sharing your insights and spending a little time with me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Rich. That was Frank Chen. He is the CEO of XSEND and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.